Yo, this hot, this the spot, there it is, pod.com. We're interviewing the best comedians, so tune in quick and get your ears receiving them. We're talking about life and life to stream right to you from the microphone right to your home, dude. Side note, this might get embarrassing, but no, don't sweat, yo, cause there it is. Welcome to the There It Is podcast, a comedy podcast to help you find your inspiration. I'm your host, Jason Farr. Let's do this. And Merry Christmas to you. Always great to do a Christmas episode and break out our Christmas theme song, which is very fitting today because the episode is with the Of The Show gang, and we are talking about Christmas music, our favorite songs the ones that we have to hear at Christmas for it to feel like Christmas. We also talk about some other things going on in pop culture. And just as a heads up, we have some not suitable for the kids language in a couple of spots. Just letting you know, hey, what that's just what's going to happen when you have best friend of the show Rob on. <laughs> All right, let's get right to it. Here's my chat with the of the show gang of the show gang. We're all here. Merry Christmas to you all. We've got. Best friend of the show, Rob. Merry Christmas. It's Don Pardo. <laughs> I was Santa all along. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Kristen Wiig. Sorry. <laughs> Girlfriend of the show, Justina. Hello. I'm so sorry. I couldn't think of anything. I couldn't think of anything. Can we edit? We'll edit something later. We'll edit something later. I'll think of something later. It's not like you do improv or anything. I, I, I was like, what is Christmas? Who is Christmas? I can't think of anything. Girlfriend of the show, Justina. But only pie. And brother of the show, Trey. Next Christmas, I ain't giving you shit. No. <laughs> Coming out hot. The sequel song. <laughs> I hope everyone has a merry cheer wine of a good time. We're yeah. in South Carolina. A few of us are in South Carolina. So we're having cheer wine and for people who are not in the south listening it's delicious it's yeah. a soda and it's great I'm it's that sorry. sweet carolina wine yeah you come down south and have some cheer wine go somewhere ask for cheer wine if they say they don't have it leave immediately yeah yeah because <laughs> that's not a good place to be all right well this is a christmas episode we are very happy that you are listening to us hopefully on christmas day Maybe you're spending time with your family. Maybe your family is us. But nevertheless, we're going to have some fun talking about Christmas songs. But first, let's talk about some other things that have been going on in the news not too long ago on the podcast. We talked about Avatar. We said, is it going to do well? It's been so long since the first one came out. I haven't really heard anyone talking about this new one there seems to be no excitement about a sequel to this movie. And there are four more coming, three or four more coming. Well, it opened last week and it had a decent opening. It was a pretty, it was like a, I think it was the third biggest December opening ever. It's something like that. So that's a pretty solid opening. So I guess our skepticism was wrong. How many years had it been? Like 14? 2009. It came out in 2009, yeah. oh, okay. right? Yeah. Almost. Yeah. 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 No, I don't feel like my skepticism was proved wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so why do you say that? Because it didn't come out of the gate like Top Gun did. 
when you think mm-hmm. about like Top Gun had an even bigger break and it was True. you know it was IP but it wasn't you know it's not the same I don't know I just felt like Avatar was such a phenomenon and maybe I'd have to go back and look at the box office numbers maybe if there was a good site to go back and look at box office things that was easy to navigate I could do that <laughs> <laughs> the shade let it go or it's back will up. not let it go i will not let it go go back to the original but no like i but i i don't i remember it was like one of those movies that was like avatar's number one again it was just like titanic which was kind of insane he did it again mm-hmm. because titanic you know for i don't know i mean it was like eight or nine weeks in a row titanic was number one something like that and it, it seemed like avatar was like that but i just felt like it was bigger and i just felt like it was more like everybody's you have to watch this it's so amazing and like mm-hmm. it was like being in this new world and all this stuff and i just don't feel like there's that response to it and i don't know if it's just because like you know you've seen like you know black panther did pretty good i don't think it did as well as the original black panther am i wrong i don't it think it's not. done the same numbers i don't think it did as well yeah i think it i mean it's done well I've got some numbers here I can rattle yeah. off in a second. It did have a better opening weekend. Avatar? Black Panther had a Bound of Forever had a better opening weekend than Avatar, The Way of Water, or whatever it's called. Whatever it's called. And Black and Panther really, 2 was uh, a little polarizing from the standpoint of people who, you had the people who disagreed with retiring mm-hmm. the character, and then the folks who agreed with it that you're not supposed to recast. So there was... You know, yeah, I could see that the approach. Yeah, and it still yeah. did that well. It's it. I mean, I, and I'm not saying it didn't do that well, but it didn't do. It didn't do. It wasn't like and it. And also, I don't feel like it's had like the cultural impact that the original Black Panther had. But I think it's again, you know, you're looking at two movies that were humongous successes and it had a real impact on culture. I just don't feel like. I don't know. I don't see a lot of discourse online about Wakanda Forever, and I have not seen any discourse about Avatar. Well, it's it's mostly been like, oh. To, to change or affect the culture once, and then also mm-hmm. do it again the second time. And yeah. It's just going to be, it's mostly going to be a carryover. There's him. a little film called Top Gun that disproves that. <laughs> well, I, I, I know, it's a big, st- we got a huge stretch in time. But that's doing well. It's just affecting. No, I know, I know. I'm just joking. <laughs> no, I think it's. I mean, and then it's a fair point. I mean, because it was such a phenomenon when when both movies came out in such a a different type of thing. But I just, I don't know. It just feels, and that's kind of like when I when you, I was laughing when you said they're going to make like four or five more. It's like why? Like <laughs> I just, I don't. I think they could have really. They, I just don't think they struck while the iron was hot. And no, I think I think they should have. You know, I'm I'm tempted to go see it just because I want to see if he's improved. Obviously, he had to have improved on the technology, right? Right. Have you have, have any of you seen it yet? No. No. I still I haven't seen the first one. I don't Oh, geez. And that's well, not let's... a movie. That's not a movie to watch at home. That's not that's no, a it movie. really is a movie. It really the is not. I mean, I was watched... the only good, like really good 3D movie experience Ex- I've had. Absolutely. Yeah, we bought because we Jason and I saw it together with my dad, and all three of us were like Wow, that was an amazing film experience. We're not sure if we liked the movie, but the yeah. actual experience of it and like the the use of the 3D technology we all liked. Just and, so good. You felt like you were inside of it wow, as opposed yeah. to just seeing it on a screen. Yeah, I thought and you know and like I I thought my dad would get sick because he gets really bad motion sickness and he was fine with it. Like I, 
But it was it's one of those experiences. But I have friends who can't watch 3D because it yeah. like mm. messes with them too much and makes them yep. feel sick. Well, Top Gun Maverick Memorial Day weekend opened 160.5 million worldwide. It has made 1.48 billion. Black Panther Wakanda Forever opening weekend was 181 million. Mm. To date, though, worldwide 789.9 million. Yeah, it's stalled. And yeah, for sure, I wouldn't mind stalling that. <laughs> I mean, I'm again. I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm comparing it to the original, and then I'm comparing sure, it to Top sure, Gun. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I agree. And also, like a lot of people, even like opinions aside of whether or not they should have recast or not, it, it was also just hard for some people. It, it was a hard movie to get through because yeah. Chadwick's it, gone. And it's, if you've had it's a, yeah, and if you've had a family member who's died from cancer, it's just like it's sad. The whole sad. thing is sad, yeah. and you feel their grief when you're watching the movie and not yeah. the, just the characters grief, the actors grief. You feel yeah. that the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Of course it's not going to do as well. Yeah. You know, there's so many reasons. But Avatar yeah. The Way of Water opened with uh, 134 million and worldwide it's made 609. Worldwide that's pretty good. Oh, it'll do well. It's only in its yeah. second. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just don't think I don't know if it'll have like that. The leg, the leg. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and yeah, that's the it's thing not going to be. I doubt it's going to be Maverick. No, or, or and especially not the original. That's I guess that's what I and that's why it's kind of like yeah. it's hard not to think it's not somewhat of a failure. It's kind of like the only way I can think compare it is like beat it and then bad. Like bad, yeah. You know, it's speaking of our last podcast. You know, bad's an amazing album, but it's not. It, or it's sorry, not, beat it, thriller. I said thriller. beat it. Sorry. Like, no, no, I get what you. Leave it in. Though. Leave it in. We're gonna do it live. So <laughs> <laughs> here's Sting performing. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. You can't you can't really call something a failure because it wasn't as big as the greatest selling. Well, that is what yeah. people I know people, Michael too. No, man. no, yeah. I don't it's like fair, it. But, yeah. it's, but like, it's fair. I never yeah. understood that when people did that to Michael Jackson with like bad was such a huge success. It was. And then dangerous. That album sold like nine million copies, which no one else was doing really. And people are like, oh, Michael Jackson slipped. And it's like it's it's like the number two album of the year instead of the number one. Like, what are you talking about? He slipped from one to two. <laughs> like, I don't know if you guys know this. That's still top two. He probably made you like over $150 million. So, <laughs> <laughs> But I, I get what you're saying that they expect. I think what it's a testament to the fact that it didn't do as well as the first Avatar and probably won't do as well as the first Avatar is public interest. Which is why I was skeptical about how this one was going to do. I wouldn't I, say it's a failure, but it's not what everyone really is talking about and i don't know if it has like the the saga ability of a star wars i don't know if it has the obviously it's not going to have like the same weight of like marvel Mm -hmm. i just don't know if it has like that ability so when you say like four or five sequels it's like well where's the story going to go is it always going to end up being well the davi are doing okay but then the humans come back and they have to fight the humans yeah Yeah. (laughs) The other thing that's interesting from what you said a minute ago, Rob, is someone is the one person here, I guess, who hasn't seen the first one. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah. Stop. Me and Jason staying current with culture. Yeah. (laughs) But but you said you're not sure if you like the movie, but the experience was great. I'm wondering 
if a lot of other people had that same experience yeah. where over time they realize, I mean, I enjoyed watching the first time, but I don't think it was that good. So maybe that's part of that, that plus the time in between movies. It has to be well. the first time you watch it, like on HBO or something. It's like, oh, <laughs> you know, it just doesn't have like it doesn't have the depth. It doesn't have mm-hmm. like like especially like there's like these like hovering mountains and that's like really cool to see and like mm-hmm. the dragon stuff and the flying i don't know what the dragons whatever it is he rides on um but you know it's like all that stuff was really cool it just doesn't work i don't know and if, and if i want to see you know zoe as an alien i'd just rather watch guardians so <laughs> well i think the real question here is does martin scorsese call it cinema <laughs> is it cinema martin scorsese yeah Oh, you know, the, the other thing that turned me off to it, because I was, I don't know why I didn't see it when it first came. I don't really remember. Yeah. But whatever it was, when Cameron had his Oscar acceptance speech, I was like, oh, okay, I'm not interested. <laughs> because it was just so self-important yeah. in, in using the language of wow. the language of characters in part of his acceptance. Yeah, I tried, and that would turn me off so hard. Did he win for... He won something for, for. I thought uh, Catherine Bigelow won Best Director. He, he might have won like screenplay. I forget what they won. He won. He may have won, won something. something that, I'm remembering that now. Or it could have been the Golden Globes. I think could maybe be. maybe Hurt. You know, maybe Hurt Locker was way better. Just Virgin. BT Dubs. BT Dubs. Hurt Locker was way better. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Still the right call. <laughs> well, let's move on to the next topic of. Things that we have seen and loved or are excited to see. Something that we recently finally finished was Better Call Saul. And I say we, I mean, Jacina and I. Yeah. Because the listener may remember Rob and Trey were already caught up on that show. We were behind. We finished it. Loved it. Great show. Really should have gotten some Emmy love. Other than just nominations. It, so it never won an Emmy for anything? I just mean for his previous season. Like uh, just last okay. season. Did Michael McKean win? He might have won. He might have won. He might have won. I don't know. Rhea he won, he's the only one. The fact that Rhea hasn't won and he's pretty much a tragedy. Oh my so gosh, especially there. season six. Well, all well, the seasons. But, the, last, the last couple episodes. Was, I was just like blown away. The, I feel like that was like the most emotional for me. Like first The Florida. The, yeah. She's so good. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm just going to say my favorite character on the show is Howard. Yeah. It's a great like, character. I love a, Howard. He's wow. so bizarre, but he's... he's, he's I feel like it's hard from the right place. I, I, I mm, yeah, no. <laughs> no. I really like Howard. I and here's the thing: if it's personality, then it's Saul. Well, Jimmy, Jimmy it, was really Jimmy was the likable one. Gene. But when it comes to just something that I just am so intrigued by with the performance when it comes to Howard and like just the character, it's such a bizarre character to me, and I just. I got such a kick out of how yeah. they wrote that character and how the character was portrayed. I, I I really, really dug dug that. I may have said already that Howard's my favorite, but yeah. And now that it's over, uh, now now that we have seen all of it, I, I gotta say again that that's still up there. I forget how many years ago it was. Vince Gilligan and Patrick Fabian were talking about you know the the development of Howard as a character and all mm. of that. Just based off of what was on the page, Patrick Fabian was playing Howard like a like a villain, like the bad guy. And 
Vince, who still hadn't yet figured the character fully out at this point, just kind of in between scenes walked up to him and said, I don't think Howard's a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's a bad guy. <laughs> and that that changed how Patrick portrayed him. Yeah, I think if we were to go back and watch season one, he might be a little meaner. No, I totally see that. That's one of the things that kind of got me was when, like, you may remember me saying, like, wait a second, Howard... Howard's really trying here. Yeah. <laughs> like he's making a real effort to be a, to like improve himself as a person. Yeah. yeah. It's not a bad guy. It's nuanced. Cause yeah, I, cause I would say yes and no. I don't know. That's why Kim's just more of the, the character for me. Just, oh gosh. Yeah. She's just so Again, complicated. Yeah. Like her hate, All she, the she has the true hatred of Howard. And that's yeah. the thing. That's what's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It is crazy. But like, also, I feel like she was more obsessed with the game and like how much, I mean, that's the literal line she's saying is like, she was having too much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But I loved Kim. I think she was my favorite, especially seasons like two and three. I was like, wow, she's so cool. Also, she's... I loved the ambiguity in early seasons about like, are they or aren't they together? Like, <laughs> yeah, they may. Like, they're really... never affectionate. Well, no. Season five and season six are a little bit more affectionate. Yeah, but it, yeah, and then obviously there's the famous scene where they go at it, and it's like, oh, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> they, but no, it for a while it was like, are they sleeping together? And then like, yeah. are they like the kind of relationship where they sleep together but they don't sleep together? Right, right, right. Like, <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah. No, I thought it was an awesome show, and one thing that helped us, well, it made it more enjoyable for me was it. I don't remember anything ever. Rob, you have no idea what that's like, but it's the thing that some people suffer from, and it's called <laughs> don't remember the stuff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we watched the the Easter egg YouTube videos, like we're like, this is a reference to a Breaking Bad thing because like, I had long since forgotten most of those things so that was yeah yeah there but i know i was really i get really excited about an easter egg that we thought was in there and then after the first youtube comment we realized it wasn't and we're like oh wow (laughs) (laughs) because i was i was like i like literally was like yeah and then i looked at the first comment i was like (laughs) <laughs> yeah we can't say it what yeah. it was yeah we can't say <laughs> but it but you know what we're talking about you'll if you <laughs> if, if yeah if you yeah if you watch uh, it thank you yeah. think that the dead no it's not that it's not uh, that. is there anything yeah. else someone has watched that they um, love yeah I, i've seen a couple things recently one i was way behind on was i finally saw everything everywhere all at once we, Whoa, I, Rob, I was so me. far behind on i knew I, I knew i was gonna love it i knew i needed to watch it it's just that i I didn't see it in the theater and then I was just falling behind. So yeah. finally I it was on cable and I was in a hotel, but I realized it was on Showtime. I was like, oh, snap, I can steal my parents Showtime. So I watched it. So I wish I could have watched it in the theater. I watched it on my iPad, which was mm. highly disappointing in that sense. But oh, my gosh, it was me. I think it was the best film of the year, wow. like easily of what I've seen. Too. Yeah. I really I, hope it wins I mean, the Oscar. I, but I don't think it will because it's I don't so genre y. But I think right. Michelle Yao should, should definitely win. She was for unbelievable. Sure. And and I can't say his name. Please, can somebody say his name? Um, like, short round. Juan. <laughs> okay, okay. Thank you. I can't, I didn't, wanted to call him Data, so you went short round. But <laughs> he's amazing in it. He's amazing he in it. I so hope he gets good. some love too. He, and like so the scene, good. there's a scene where she's in a in a real. It's a multiverse movie. So there's a scene where she's in this reality where she's a movie star, and he shows up. Yes. And he looks so debonair. And yes. there was just like just the way he smoked a cigarette yes. and just yeah. like 
he's like ooze like the sexuality in it. I was just like, yeah, man, like I was feeling it, and I think she was too. <laughs> so, no, it was no, awesome. it was great. That yes, was really was cool. So so great. And and, and the dot the daughter was amazing. Previous, I gotta say, previous guest Tally Medell in that mm-hmm. movie, she's great in it. Who is she in the movie? She's the girlfriend of the daughter. Oh, oh, she is great. Oh, yeah, yeah, she was really good in it. Did Devin there short round say cover your heart? <laughs> yeah, he, he does. No, no, but the the oh daughter Joy, her outfit, that green bl- like balloon yeah. outfit, yes. she's yeah, it was amazing. And like and like the funny thing for me, every morning for the most part, Megan likes to eat an everything bagel. So yeah. <laughs> oh, she yeah. hasn't, and I want her. I want her to watch it. It's just you know, like by the time we go to bed at night, it's a long movie. That's my only complaint is it's a little long. But and that's why I haven't shown it to her yet is because hmm. it's like if we started at nine, it might go into like eleven thirty, and so that's that's a little way for us. Yeah, um, oh, I didn't realize it was that long. It's a long movie. The other one that I finally got to see too was Bullet Train. I hadn't got to see oh, that movie see that. yet. It's on Netflix, and I. Some people, it was polarizing. I absolutely loved it. It was like, it's like my kind of sense of humor. I, you know, I love Brian Tyree Henry and then, and and his chemistry with Aaron Taylor Johnson is awesome. (laughs) Like they play (laughs) brothers. It's awesome. And like, I I just really, I really liked, I liked it. And I, it's a different Brad Pitt performance, but I I liked it. I enjoyed it. So I'd recommend that one. I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast, but I I saw Confess Fletch. Oh, yes. Yes. I was on a plane on my phone because it was a you could get Wi-Fi in the plane, but they didn't mm-hmm. have a screen. Yeah. So I, I watched it on Delta's app <laughs> and loved it. I loved I it saw too. It on the plane. Absolutely on the plane. highly right. Re- that's all that's on my probably my easily my top ten I've seen this year. Top five, maybe. Yeah. Mary, previous guest, was great in it. Wow. Who did she play? She was a cop. Oh my god, she was a Oh, she was, was so, so good. Yeah, I, I was. I mean, obviously, one. I mean, John Slattery's in it too, and so it was just kind of like Grim Roger Cat. and Roger and Don in a scene together was just like. Yeah. So no, he was really. It's a very different. If you're like used to the Chevy Chase one, it's very different, and I like appreciated that. Mm-hmm. I just like the way he played it. Like I, I, I could give it. me a Fletch movie every year now. I could, he could play. Yeah. What's yeah, interesting I, about what you just said, Rob, is I definitely saw that John Hamm wasn't trying to copycat Chevy Chase, obviously. Yeah. He's doing his own thing. But in a way where I could still see Chevy Chase doing that. Yeah. Like, like it was, it still captured that spirit mm-hmm. without it being, you know. I think they to... both had a true sense of what the source material was. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. they went for it in their own way. But they were playing to the same thing in a, in a certain way. Yeah, I think the one thing that would be different from Ham is Cam's not known for like. Obviously, like most of us came to John Ham through Don Draper, so Don Draper, not the funniest dude. Right. So <laughs> you know what I mean. So he kind of carries like that gravitas to him, and so he, he definitely has like a certain sense of humor. But you know, Chevy, it's definitely like Fletch is. I don't. I mean it. It's hard not to say Fletch or Vacation or his two best films for me. I mean, mm-hmm. I, and 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 then you know Caddyshack, but like, but the, he has like that certain Chevy style of sarcasm and confidence, and he in in there that's kind of there with John Hamm, but a little bit different. And so yeah. that's what I liked about it. So yeah. that's like, but he's both con- overly confident and also realizes he's an idiot. So I really like. <laughs> <laughs> 
buy that. I want to own that movie. I I, I, I definitely want to watch that one again. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, Are women allowed to watch that movie? <laughs> I wanted to watch it with you. We're not interested. I wasn't. I really wasn't. But everybody says great things, so I'll watch it. He doesn't. He doesn't share his phone, and you have to like share like one. Well, I was on the each. plane. I was on a different flight, oh. or maybe just a different part of you are somewhere else on the plane. Yeah. Are you guys like the president and the vice president? You can't be on the same plane. Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Exactly. Any, anything else that someone's watched that they love? I'm behind on everything. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. behind too. It's hard to. There's know. too much. I'll say. It. I'll say I, it. We, I said it. There's too no, much. it's. I guess. I, I will throw Wrong. a shout out. I've mentioned like in New Trek, only the cartoons are good. Yeah. <laughs> the Star Trek prodigy started back up and they, I mean, they're more way. This is literally aimed at six year olds. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how they wanted this to be the entry point to get new fans. And it is far superior writing. Wow. Far wow. more sophisticated storytelling than the live action <laughs> crap that it throwed <laughs> at us <laughs> with Patrick Stewart and the Discovery. Uh, show. Like Patrick Stewart, uh, neighbor, neighbor ours. Yeah, I love that guy. Yeah, he is a delight. Trey, the other day I was because I do like a daily like trivia thing, and one of them was like, "Can you name all of the live action Star Wars or sorry Star Trek shows after new, the Next Generation?" And I was like, "I think I I went so as I was like Voyager, Deep Space Nine, Enterprise." Discovery, Picard. I forgot the the sixth one. Strange New Worlds. Strange New World. Ah, I re- forgot it again too. So yeah, <laughs> but but it's one of those where if you if you get one wrong, you miss the whole question. So I was like, I'll I'll just take five. I'll take it. So <laughs> did you have to say them in order? Because you said no nine and Voyager. I know I said Deep Space. No, you didn't have to say it in order. I know Voyager <laughs> came after Deep Space Nine. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say i enjoyed jerry ryan when i was a teenager so <laughs> i tapped out on that show i just kind of came back in for special episodes here and there yeah why because you don't like to see a woman in charge is that what it is <laughs> no i actually liked the actors and the characters i just thought that the writing wasn't quite consistent so that's where deep space nine and next gen were better but if you compare voyager to the stuff that's on now oh god that's like yeah. shakespeare wow <laughs> Janeway, great captain. So yeah, she's actually the one of the main characters on Prodigy, and they do that. Oh, nice! So it's it's great. They actually kind of mm-hmm. do two versions of her: a hologram, younger version, and a live the the present day mm-hmm. actual admiral as she was at the time of. Because this takes place just after Star Trek Nemesis, mm-hmm. and so we saw. Oh yeah. Emio in that movie as an admiral because mm-hmm. the, the right. ship had just gotten back home. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the era of Janeway for the mm. show. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I've not watched any Star Trek in so many years that I can remember. <laughs> whenever you guys are talking about it, I'm like, I've got nothing to add. <laughs> we can talk more about Better Call Saul. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> we should move on. Things that I'm interested in seeing. Rapid Fire. Uh, spirited the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special and uh, Christmas Story 2. Uh, Rob, who you got? Babylon. It's oh, totally interesting. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Glass Onion. Yes. Tomorrow. And next year, Mandalorian, because this trailer has me like all <laughs> excited. Ooh. Lots of Baby Yoda stuff. They're, they call 
him his father. Yeah, Amy Sedaris is back. Yeah, so that's me. Uh, I gotta finally watch Top Gun Maverick. Wait, you haven't <laughs> seen it? No, I didn't. Just busy with. Listen, he does oh. not have a need for speed. <laughs> I wanted to see it. It was just, it was a busy time. Oh my out. gosh, you're love it, right? It's really good. It's really, yeah. really good. It yeah. is. Can we say it's better in the first one? Yes. I will say that. I will say it. I'll. Yeah. I, I. I. Well, I think I, when it came out, I said I watched the first one twice in one week because I watched it. And then Megan was like, hey, do you want to watch it? And I was like, yeah, I'll watch Top Gun again. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I went and saw it, and I was like, no, that's easily better. <laughs> yeah. No, oh my gosh. And actually, so can I share? There's a guy that goes to my church now, and he was a, a Marine pilot. He just recently separated from the military, and he taught at Top Gun, and he was there when they were filming it. And wow. so he took, I think he took Glenn Powell on his first flight and said he didn't puke. And then I can't, I haven't talked with him extensively about it because I like, Megan told me not to nerd out about it, but I was, yeah, he like, yeah. So he, but I was like, that's so cool. And so he was like, yeah, no, they really, he, they took him up in those planes. So that, I mean, that's why it's so awesome. It's just because of how amazing the, the, the aerial dogfight stuff is. Yeah, they were doing an episode of uh, Entertainment Tonight today mm. that was all about Top Gun and all of Stop. What's happening now? Huh? They had to bank episodes. Oh, uh, yeah. Days, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. And, and, and Top Gun is hitting Paramount Parks today or tomorrow. Uh, yeah, coming that, up next. That, yeah. And it's also end, of the, <laughs> also end of the year. They're just talking about big stuff that happened in here. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Gabe Kaplan talking about Fast Break coming up next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently Tom Cruise is the one who taught all the other actors how to fly. For the guy, that guy, I made some joke on Twitter that went nowhere the other day because he just posted this thing of him jumping out of a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch the video because it's like, I'm like, hey, Tom, can you not spoil the damn movie for me? So he I'm, doesn't just ju just watch that. It's pretty cool. But it's, well, there are two videos that came out. One is the bike jump thing, but the other was him jump. He did two insane things this week. And the joke I made was, when is Tom Cruise just going to be Batman? Why is he not just Batman? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other interesting thing, even though I haven't seen Top Gun Maverick, is my understanding is that Jennifer Connelly's character was referenced in it. Yeah, yes, she was Penny. I didn't yeah. pick up on that, but Jason explained it to me later, and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, got, got it. Oh, yeah, Jesus. it's a definite connection." It's literally, it's mm -hmm. it's literally it was Ignacio. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's that kind of reference. Lala didn't send you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <sighs> well, anything else that you're wanting to see? Nah. Huh? I'd Let's... like to see. I'd like to. I'd like to open up my door and see Jennifer Connelly standing outside next <laughs> to that Porsche. Sorry, I'd be like, sorry, kid. Sorry, Megan. <laughs> I just have to... <laughs> this is worth it. Sorry. <laughs> oh, bet well, well, I was gonna say, but then vision would come and blow me up. So yeah. 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 <laughs> well, let's get to the Christmassy topic that we were supposed to be talking about 30 minutes into this episode. <laughs> let's talk about Christmas songs. So the idea here, we may do a bracket next year for Christmas. Maybe. But this year, we're just gonna talk about the songs that we have to hear. Hard to feel like Christmas, and uh, I've got a long list. Oh wow! I didn't write it. <laughs> I, I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, I need to actually write this down so I don't forget anything. So I'll go ahead and go first. Yep. The classics. I got four. Have yourself a merry little Christmas, and I'll be home for Christmas. Both by Frank Sinatra. Okay. Uh, the Christmas song. 
there's one version of that song that matters and it's not king cole i don't need to say that but in case someone out there doesn't understand that is the one song that matters uh the one version that's on it and then of course christmas time is here gotta get some snoopy love in there mm. the not traditional but classic i got a few of these this Christmas, Donnie Hathaway. Yep, that's on my list. Yeah, Obviously, All I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey. Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. The Darling Love version and the YouTube version. I love both. What Christmas Means to Me by Stevie Wonder. Please Come Home for Christmas. The original and the Eagles. I love them both. Yeah. They're both different to me. And you know what's rising the charts, but isn't quite here yet? is Sting's winter album that has some Christmas sort of songs on it, but they're not Christmas songs you've heard. Mm. <laughs> That's a bit like what he heard in England growing up. He, and when I heard, he's right for, when he was promoting that album, being very careful to say it's a winter album, really, not a Christmas album. It's more of a winter album. And when you listen to it, that is the right way to frame it. When I heard people calling it a Christmas album that Sting has coming out, I was like, I don't know. I love Sting. He's one of my all-time favorites, but I don't think I want to hear him sing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Rudolph! <laughs> Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer! You don't have to walk the street. Rudolph! Actually, you don't have I... to put on your red nose! <laughs> Okay, now I want to hear, but yeah, now you want to hear it. (laughs) Now I do want to hear it. Similar to that is a song that Trey and I made fun of 20 years ago when we first heard it. And we did that for like two Christmases. We just laughed about this song, even though I respected the artist, but I thought the song was cheesy. But it that third Christmas, I was like, I kind of just want to hear it now. It's Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. Oh, yeah. We made fun of it relentlessly for a couple of years. And then I was like, all right, just get me in the spirit. <laughs> I don't remember the fake lyrics. I don't With our friends. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's the power of Christmas and the power of Paul McCartney. That is. And the power of song and the power mm-hmm. of Kate Bush. But it's nothing to do with it. But hey, Kate Bush, I hope you're having a very Merry Christmas. And I will say, finally, Another Lonely Christmas by Prince. Fantastic mm. song. Fan- that I have to hear it every year. I think those are all of the ones that I have to hear. Shut out the Silent Night by The Temptation. I'll throw yeah. that in there as well. But that's my long list of Christmas songs I have to hear. Who wants to go next, Rob? Just I'll go next because mine won't be that long. But I, I know I, one of them. Italy? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm... <laughs> pretty disappointing when it comes to prediction. <laughs> I want him promise for Christmas. That yeah, that was okay, it. okay, okay. Yeah. And oh, holy that's night. my mom's. Yes. That's my mom's favorite Christmas song. Is that really? Okay, good. Okay. My mom loves that song. It's so funny. <laughs> so good. I, I love that song. And like, though. just all the things she's gonna do with him. <laughs> yeah. But um, oh, holy night. Was yeah. Eric Cartman version? Oh my <laughs> god. Uh, <laughs> Yes, but then also Celine Dion sings it and she does her thing. And then also I have a video that I need to show you later of this child singing it. Tears. Mm -hmm. And and, no. You mean Eric (laughs) Carter? 
And then I have to check out this album that my sisters and I were obsessed with. It's called Gift Wrap, 20 Songs That Keep On Giving. Have you ever heard of this compilation? <laughs> no. All right, let me just list off a few, just a, a sample of the artists on this on this album. My Chemical Romance, Michael Buble, Flaming Lips, Regina Spector, The Used, okay, Reliant K. How dare they not have Emery's Ho Ho Hey away for Santa's sleigh? Honestly, he would probably go on here. REM. Reliant K on there. Yeah. yeah. Blake Shelton. This, it's the best group design <laughs> of all tonight. It's so nuts. It's crazy. So I definitely recommend that if you want to get messed up. But that's, mm. I don't know. I don't really, music is not one of those things that gets me in the, the spirit. I don't know what it is, but what? it's Ooh. not music for whatever reason. I think it's because I got bitter about them starting to play music so early. Mm. And oh, so, yeah, I like can I, feel that. Yeah. Music. I did start listening to some like really obscure songs like Christmas Tears. And oh, you know what I love that I forgot to mention is Otis Redding's version of Merry Christmas, Baby. I do Merry love that Christmas, song. Baby. That song is so good. That's I. I there are a bunch yeah. of like these old blues songs that I found last year and the year before, and I started listening to those, and I I like listening to those too. They're just sad, so they're not like Christmas spirity. Rob, you got some? I'm just sad that you have to have a silent bedroom with Justina. Just like no music gets her in a mood. So <laughs> <laughs> except for this reliant hey yeah, reliant hey yeah. Christmas yeah. song is the only thing that gets. Her. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> Justina. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm a 12-year-old. In- <laughs> no, so this Christmas is definitely one that I, I, I just love that song. But you know, I'm not, it, for me, it's it's Linus and Lucy for some reason. Yeah. that That's that's more of the, the, the Charlie Brown. And then the opening um, song in Christmas Vacation, it's that time of the year. You know, I always get excited. And like, Playing I'm like, on the radio when we went to look at the lights around town. Really? I've never heard it on the radio. That's the first time I've heard it on the radio. Oh, that's that, Yeah, I mean, that's like, I know it's Christmas time because I'm hearing that song and I'm watching the movie. And we watch it every year. And then a couple of random, like, obscure ones. There's Vince Gill had a Christmas album. Oh, man, and, I bet that was awesome. It is. It's amazing. He's unbelievable. But he had he did Let There Be Peace on Earth and his daughter sings on it. She was probably like nine or ten. And so wow. it's like... I don't know why it's just like we listen to that album all the time and it's just you know little kid <laughs> it's like the cutest thing I don't know yeah. so it's like it's not Christmas time if I don't hear that hear that one and I yeah I'm I'm a sucker for simply just having a wonderful Christmas time yeah Ooh, I, 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 I love I just love the bam 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 you know I yeah and then we, we joked about last Christmas but yeah I, I like last Christmas too I like last so. Christmas yeah, it's it, that feels like that feels like Christmas to me is hearing that. And then two more would be obviously you already said it too was the Eagles please come home for Christmas. Oh, that's I a great that. one. I love it. And then last one and it, it's kind of one that's kind of grown on me cuz I'm not like I'm always kind of weird about this guy cuz I'm not a huge fan, but Bruce Springsteen Santa Claus is coming to town. That one's fun. Yeah, I, I just, do listen to that one. Right I'm here. not I'm not a big Bruce guy. I don't sometimes I don't get it. I get it, but I don't get it. So uh-huh. it's like, I, you know, but there's people who would like, you know, you know, lie on a bed of nails to meet him. So I get it like, but I yeah, but <laughs> but that's, that's a fun I, song. You better not do that, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and actually, Where'd you be? yeah, 
Oh, you better be good true. for goodness sake. Yeah. <laughs> and then I do like, it's, it's a hokey song, but I really like Faith Hill's Where Are You Christmas? That was in um, oh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, yeah. what? How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, okay. The one with Jim Carrey. Yes, yeah. Yes. Where, where are you Christmas? <laughs> yeah, it's a, I like that one. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't say Minty, the candy cane who briefly fell on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> from Conan, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Michael McCann is Minty, but Mike, that's say Michael McCann, uh-huh. Brian mm-hmm. McCann. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian Stack sings the song, but Brian McCann was Minty, and it was just, just he's this candy cane who briefly fell on the ground, and now he's covered in what's oh my god, he fell on the ground for just a moment or two. Right. Who was the guy that did all the Preparation H stuff? Yeah, Preparation H. Harry? Preparation Harry? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and he was also the kayak guy. Oh, Where's yeah, he was. Mark? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he would ride it off with Cliff. Big question. Brian Sack, writer of that. Was he on the podcast? No, I'm not. Brian Sack, uh, the nicest man in the world. He has also written for more talk shows than anybody, That's it seems. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah, he's awesome. Cool, 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 cool. We're just Trifer? A <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I need to watch this. Yeah, you look up Minty. It's <laughs> Trey, what fucks you got? So a lot of the ones that you guys said, obviously yeah. the Christmas song, and I agree. Oh, the yeah. only version that I've heard other versions, but they don't exist. <laughs> oh, no, I've heard them, but they don't <laughs> exist. Uh, and of course, Christmas time is here from Barcina. The Temptations version of Silent Night. The I don't only version of that song. I've never heard it, guys. What? I've never. I'm gonna. I'm gonna Spotify it. But when he said that, I was like, "Shit, I don't think I've ever." You heard had it to have heard it and just didn't realize it. Probably. I bet. I mean, I always just think about now. it in a church church context. So it's always like, yeah, you know, very quiet and candle. Version driven. of Rudolph is also great, though I didn't have it on my list. But mm-hmm. yeah. It's not my favorite song, Rudolph. <laughs> no. For some reason, I'm like, whatever. That's because Santa's a complete dick in the song. He's like, oh, now you're useful. Like we were talking about on the podcast last year. <laughs> Santa's a real dick. How everyone went hard at Rudolph. <laughs> yeah, we... <laughs> Santa. Sorry. <laughs> um, Santa's my boy. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, crap. I don't want. <laughs> and the Christmas, please come home. Darling love, of course. Yes. But mm-hmm. I also like when it's time for the compilation SNL. I got to hear <laughs> the Fallon version. The... Oh, oh, that oh. same song. Yeah. <laughs> don't get Christmas too sweaty. <laughs> but then that, Jason just mentioned another game. Christmas time for the Jews. That's an excellent song. Oh, excellent yeah. song. All I Want for Christmas, I actually somehow made the top five most hated Christmas songs list, but Wait, I guess because it's overplayed. I don't know. Yeah, it must be that. Because it's it's got to be on Bob's list. Well, <laughs> like, yeah. Megan, top five best and top five. Megan told me a really funny point about the song the other day I thought was good was, it's like, I don't want a lot for Christmas. All I want is you. So it's like, you're not really worth uh, that much to me. I did hear yeah. somebody <laughs> say something. And I was like, burn. damn, that is actually a really good point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want yo. 
raggedy ass. <laughs> I don't want a lot, but I guess I'll settle for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm also one who warmed up to a wonderful Christmas time. <laughs> know that? Yeah, no, I, I was thinking about it because driving down from Raleigh with our dad, it was on the radio, and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I like it. Thinking about it earlier, my theory is because it was the Christmas time where we heard it, then we were joking around. It was bringing us joy and good cheer <laughs> just by joking about wow. it. So then we started That's associating so it with happiness and joy at Christmas time. <laughs> well, wow, I think he knew what he was doing. And it's yeah. just, this is one of those things you just like. If you like Paul McCartney, then you like Paul McCartney, and like yeah. that's just like yeah, Paul. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's it's have like a wonderful silly love song. Yeah. It's like yeah, he gets I like it. silly. I, hey, I like there's the the nostalgia play also because it's that hearkening back to a simpler time. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Sim- yeah. Of course, this Christmas. Mm-hmm. You mentioned a song earlier, Rob, that made me think. So there are more Christmas songs that I can list. Oh than yeah. Any of it. Oh yeah. That we like. Yeah. That kind of get me yes. in the in the mood. Yeah. This isn't one that I have to listen to every year, but it's a great rendition from some 1970s Andy Williams special. What is mm-hmm. that? The mashup, Peace on Earth and Little Drummer Boy. That is oh, a- with David Bowie. Yeah. yeah. Yes, you're right. Yeah. I haven't. Yeah. I love the Peace on Earth. And then because The West Wing is one of my favorite shows ever, if you watch In Excelsis Deo, the first Christmas episode of The West Wing, they're rendition mm-hmm. of the little drummer boy like interspersed with the funeral that's going on mm. hey what? <laughs> you talk about wet eyes dude <laughs> opposite of clear eyes full heart <laughs> red eyes. and then because, again because my favorite christmas movie is it's a wonderful life it's specifically the mm. heart the herald angels Mm. That they sing at the end. <laughs> that one guy. Yeah, that one guy. <laughs> but it's like I, also um, the emotion of it because it's like the happy. Oh yeah. Just, yeah. Uh huh. You, you mentioned Oh Holy Night before, and like that makes me think of my time at Winthrop, and Winthrop always did an excellent Christmas stuff. You know, we always had like. We always like there'd be multiple music, you know, like I played in the jazz band. So we would do like, you know, we would do some jazzy Christmas songs, but then like they had like choral choirs and like the trombones would be up on like the, the outdoor balcony of the the auditorium playing. And it was just always it was always like a really magical thing. We had a big tree lighting and it was just always like really magical at Christmas time there. And I remember a friend of the show, best friend of the show, I'd call him friend of the show, Jim. His voice professor, Jerry Helton, the late Jerry Helton, amazing singer, he would do always do Oh Holy Night every year. And he was, you know, he's an opera singer, opera, you know, and just like he had those big like, and they always made fun of the way I would do an impression of him. And he's like, fall on your knees. But it was always, it was always just like a beautiful thing to hear him sing, sing Oh Holy Night. And that, that definitely gets me in the mood for, for Christmas too. Yeah. And Jesus is the reason for the season. It's funny, Trey, that you mentioned that there are more songs than we could name. There are probably 200 and some Christmas songs on my computer. And uh, 49 songs are in my Christmas faves playlist. About the 16 or 17 others are in another Christmas playlist that I like to listen to a lot. So there are a ton but do you, that, I, do, that are going to be left on the table. Do you have to listen to it in the other room because you're, you're you know... Yeah, you know, yeah. 
the other thing about it is different people's renditions of the same song. Sure, yeah. That adds, that makes oh, it. Oh, gosh. Yeah, because I was just thinking about, like, because what, what were the, the Frank Sinatra ones you said you liked? I'll be home for Christmas and have yourself a merry. See, now I like the original. I'll be home for Christmas because that's yeah. is that Bing Crosby? Probably, I don't know. Yeah, and I know. Um, not that I don't like Frank. I love. Those. You know, my actually my favorite in like what Luke loves right now is Frank Sinatra's version of Jingle Bells. Hmm. I love those J I N G L E. I have bells. a Jingle Bells, Jingle Bell. You know, <laughs> I have a Christmas with the Rat Pack. That I listen to a lot, and I like all the songs in there too. There's some yeah. fun ones on there, like the the Sammy Davis Jr. songs on there are a lot of fun. They they're just so many, and it's gonna. I was thinking the other day, like how could I possibly do a bracket of this? I, you know, we said something about it, but then I was like, you would need like two months. <laughs> I would need I would need maybe a year because you yeah, probably you probably literally should covers. start working on it. Like now. what? Like you would basically for one side of the bracket, you would have to say like, just whichever version of Silent Night is your favorite, and whichever version of this song is your favorite, like that. But how do you seed those? And you know, it's it it may be it's impossible hard. to do. It so might be impossible. <laughs> it's like it might and be even though you know, I, it's the original Peanuts version of Christmas Time is here that I focus on, but Ray Charles did a great version of it. Oh, that song that Ray Charles. I love the the Ray Charles song in Christmas Vacation too. I don't never know the name of that song. I always just Uh, think about it in 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 there. Christmas comes one time of year. Oh, time of love, (laughs) just just dead on. I haven't seen that movie in a while. I watch it every year. Jingle Bell Rock's (laughs) a fun song. Oh yeah, damn. It's so hard. Rocking around the Christmas tree. Who is it that first recorded the classic Jingle Bells, Batman Smells? Yeah. Yeah. When I hear Jingle When I hear Jingle Bells, that's actually the version that I like to listen my, like to yeah. think of. That's what's what your, plays in my head when I hear here, here, here's a fun one to think though. What's your least favorite Christmas song? And why is it Santa Baby by Madonna? <laughs> that, that, I think that was the it was the number one or number two most hated. Christmas that's fair. Yeah. Really? That's fair. Yeah. Years is it the Madonna ago, version? Because that one drives me bonkers. So. I don't know. I mean, J- Jimmy Fallon was making fun of it years ago on his talk show. Like, I don't even know if he may have started making fun of it on late night. It was so long ago that he was talking about this, but he was talking about like, like, calm down. Like, oh, Santa baby, like, take it easy. That's not me. <laughs> Kept mentioning how much he hated that. Yeah, song. I don't just like that song. I mean, I don't, I don't get it's hyped for it, but I don't hate it. It's the vocal performance that kills me. That's the one that I'm like, no, like I'm fine with it as a song, but it's it is a bit too much. It's yeah. something that's weird. I can't. But all this talk of Santa makes me think of, and this is kind of full circle back to, because uh, I noticed this guy was in Everything Everywhere All at Once was the guy who plays Santa Claus on I Think You Should Leave, or because he makes the exploitation film crash more. That's one of my favorite skits <laughs> when he has like the Entertainment Tonight interview. Yes, I, I know exactly. He's, he's, like, he's like, I don't want to talk about being Santa Claus. I want to talk about it. <laughs> like, I want to be. <laughs> it's a really funny, concise sketch. He's like, I've seen everybody's dick on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why do? Why have you seen everyone naked? Because I have to see if they have a tattoo. 
Oh my god! <laughs> is it bad? It's so funny. That show is so good. We watched that because of you, Rob. You, I don't. No, Jason and I watched it. That was the weekend that I was in New York. That's right. We sat there. We watched like almost the whole damn season because we were <laughs> oh laughing. It's so such hard. a watchable show. Like it's 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 also because the episodes are short, so that's why yeah yeah like binge. <laughs> well, Merry Christmas to all. Yeah, to all good. Justina, did you think of something to say for, that we can edit in oh to the beginning? Oh my gosh, I want the Kira Knightley impression. Like, but only pie. I can't. But only pie. I can't. I can't do it over accent. Love actually, anybody? Anybody? <laughs> yeah, that's actually. I I have a theory. That's probably one of the reasons why All I Want for Christmas became so popular. Yeah. Because I felt like it was popular, but then that movie really, like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I just remember it was like, I liked it I instantly. Think, yeah. Do you think that's the most recent Christmas, new Christmas song that's become a classic? There have been good ones that have been There's, the most recent. I think that's I, actually. Well, think yeah. I think the one I talked about, Faith Hill, I don't know if it's as considered a classic. But yeah. it seems like it's on the radio a lot. Unfortunately, Christmas Shoes is out there. Nobody put that on their list, but by God, they play it. Um, <laughs> and then what's the... I feel like they really like that one. Well, there's the sync one. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Yeah. I feel like they, I can't and then... Anyone who's talked about it. I can't think of the last <laughs> yeah, time I've heard it. No, thing. but like, I'm just thinking about original I, Christmas. But I go though. by I go by like what I hear on the radio, and I do listen, unfortunately, yeah. to the radio, radio quite a bit. But they just need to put stuff on there. They do, yeah. and so I know. So that kind of skews. That's all I, that always probably always skews my perspective is like how much stuff. But plays when on it the comes radio. to like what people talk about, it does seem like the last original Christmas song what that yeah. everyone loves is all I want for Christmas. I feel like, a, the and they like. Uh, when There's a Kelly Clarkson song. one. Last Christmas. From a couple seasons or a couple years or so ago. You make it feel like I don't remember Brother, that. I feel like there's I've been, been they've been playing it in commercials. Oh, the, Kelly, the Kelly Clarkson one is pretty popular, I feel like. Can't uh, even pick oh, how it sounds like. That is a yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. Yeah, I do that like one that I one. feel like that one has legs. One does. Yeah, I think it is because I I do I do find that song coming to mind, like just yeah. popping in my head. It's an earworm. I was thinking, yeah, I feel like it's in like in it's in commercials a lot too. Uh huh. So it's a good uptempo. I've heard it that or a movie or something. Yeah, I do I do like that one. That is a solid yeah. song. That's because it's like just hard to get a lot of people to agree on things at the same time. I think, like we've said before, yeah. I think it'll just take time. It takes time. Really it takes well, time. Article I sent you guys about the 85 top Christmas songs according to Good Housekeeping, I think is who did that list. Uh, Last Christmas was not popular really until after George Michael's death, apparently. Really? I love I that was, song. Too. I, love that I song. have a, a longer version of it on my computer and mm -hmm. the radio edit that we mostly. Because of all the F words that he puts into the fourth verse. <laughs> Well, it's Please just like it's more me. of a jam. The longer version, it, it it's good. He All really right. lets he really Next lets it go. Speaking of George Michael's <laughs> Next Christmas, I ain't giving you what was it? I ain't giving you shit. shit. Yeah, I ain't giving you shit. <laughs> that should be a song. SNL, get on that. Have you watched? Have you watched La Last Christmas? The one with Emily Clark and Henry? No. 
guy from I can't remember his last name and guy from Henry Golden. Golden. I have not know. seen that, and I haven't. I wanted to see it last year. The uh, Kristen Stewart, Dan Levy movie. Yes. Or yeah, Levy. Uh, Rob, you liked it. Like you talked about it last. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Happy Seasons. Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. I really, yeah, I forgot about that one. I really liked that one. I kept seeing the same commercial for it, and I never got tired of the scene. Aubrey Plaza is really good in it. Gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aubrey Plaza is really good in it. Speaking of, the White Lotus rolled. So just want to share that one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, Merry Christmas to all and to all a good Merry Christmas, baby. You guys. I'm going. <laughs> there it is. Thanks so much for being on of the show, gang. Oh. Hey, Je- hey, Justina, do you want to go listen to some Christmas music? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. I'm sorry. I had listen to, to do that joke. I had to <laughs> yes, do- I will. Yeah, I had to do the joke. I had, I had to say. Oh, music doesn't get you in the mood, huh? Oh. <laughs> uh, it's uncomfortable for you three. <laughs> All right. Enjoy your figgy pudding, motherfuckers. <laughs> so absurd. Just incredibly absurd. But that's just what one must accept is going to happen when you listen to an Of The Show Gang episode. (laughs) Merry Christmas. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you have some Christmas songs to listen to now. And if you have some songs that weren't mentioned that you love, tell us about it on social media. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at There It Is Pod. And subscribe to our YouTube channel at There It Is. And follow me on Twitter at Jason Farr Jokes and Instagram at Jason Farr Picks. Also subscribe to our Comedy Lifestyle newsletter. It's free. It goes out every Monday. We got a good one coming tomorrow. And also, you can support us if you can. We have a Patreon and a PayPal. Go to thereitispod.com for newsletter and support info. As always, links in bio. Again, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We got some new episodes coming up. Until next time, be good to each other. The music for the theme song was created by Neil Brooks. The rap was written and performed by Nick Acevedo. The logo for There It Is was created by Jeff Prater. The There It Is podcast is produced by Jason Farr. (laughs) 